Welcome to the RazorWire podcast, where we discuss all things in the information security and cybersecurity world. From current events and trends, through to commentary from experts in the field, providing vital advisory on what it is to work in the information security and cybersecurity space. Hello, and welcome back to RazorWire. And I am joined by my two co-hosts at this point, Chris Dawson and Ian Pye. And today we're going to be discussing all things privacy. Security versus privacy. The grand debate that I've been looking forward to doing with these two for a little while now, since we started planning to do this kind of thing. Because indeed, you know, when we did one podcast a little while back, off camera there was a bit of a debate. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. So let's set them against one another in the Thunderdome. Friend against friend. I'm going to enjoy this immensely. So, which one of you is on the side of privacy? That'll be me. <laughs> Good old Ian. So come on, Ian, give us an opening statement on your thoughts on privacy. Right. What is privacy? Broadly, it's the right to be left alone. Basically, freedom from interference, intrusion, all that jazz. There's two elements, I think, to this. So there's privacy of the, of the person. Don't watch me. Don't let, don't be intrusive. And information privacy, which is a kind of different thing, where it's like the right to have some control over how your personal data is collected and used. All right. So there's two prongs to this, essentially, in my eyes. And if you ask most people what they think about what privacy is today, you're likely to have conversations about mass data breaches, wearable tech, all that stuff, social networks, obviously. What you've got to consider, though, as part of this, is you think about it, GDPR has instilled in the West a big privacy culture, hasn't it? Let's be honest. Whereas in other parts of the world, say, certain countries with red flags and stars, uh, you know, there, there's not exactly that element of privacy as well. So it, it's down to culture as well. Privacy is relatively new in the grand scheme of things, if you think about it, because for years and years and years and years, going back way back when to Neolithic ages, we've been pretty much intermingled with everyone. We've not had this opportunity up until recently to actually have some form of privacy working from home. It's offered a lot of privacy, hasn't it? For us, because we don't have to go to our office. I don't have to speak to Dawson face-to-face and talk about his weekend, which would probably involve golf. <laughs> but uh, no one wants that. It's that type of thing. So that, to me, privacy. Whereas security, you can, uh, if you you put privacy and security together, the odd bedfellows, if you think about it. I think I've heard the term called kissing cousins, but we won't go into that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But the main difference, in my eyes, between privacy and security is that privacy involves how your data is used and control, and security is there to protect that. One can live without the other. The other can't live without the other one. So security can exist without privacy, but it's not. The reverse is the truth, in my eyes. Right. So now the opposing side of the debate. Chris, come on then. My explanation is not going to be quite as long as that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for a, for a start, I wasn't as, expecting as, it to be, mate. <laughs> as an open introduction, I think that was, um, I, I, you sort of lost me. I, I almost fell asleep because oh, you were talking about yeah. privacy for a start. Um, but I see what you're saying. You know, it's a relatively new thing. 
But that's because of the times of change. The main reason we need privacy, or you say we need privacy, is because technology's outgrown where we was. So I know you was try- you was dying your hardest, you, really not to say the the legislation of 1987 when we first came in. I'll do it. Up until that point, we didn't have the tech that we had, so we didn't need it. Is that what you're saying? No, we didn't have. So go on. <laughs> what I'm saying is that privacy essentially is a, a fundamental right, isn't it? Yeah. So you. So you say with that technology moving on, we that has to be matched into, into and incorporated into that fundamental fundamental right. Okay. There's always been an onus on security is bigger than privacy. Yeah, but if we hone down the the privacy pits we're talking about, if we if we really take into, we're talking about privacy on invasive homes. So going through smart devices, the whatnot, what you can what people can monitor on social media, what we can see on the yeah. CCTV, what we can pick up on microphones that aren't, at, you know, you've not signed up to say, yes, please record me. And But without being able to do anything along them lines, we're never going to be secure. We're never going to stop terrorist A. We're never going to stop this and we're never going to stop that. And and yes, yeah, I know you're going to say... I agree with you there. We need walls and yeah. doors to stop the bad actors, the monsters, the Chris Dawson's, you know, from getting access to... <laughs> So I'm not going to disagree with you there. But how how do we get them? Are you saying that privacy... Privacy is a fundamental right. It, it, okay, it's a fundamental right. But if I'm... I won't go too extreme because this might go out and I might get someone knocking on the door. Um, but if I <laughs> if, if I start to plan something at home... Get off that fence. Yeah, if I, if I start to plan something at home as a random person, not on anyone's radar, not on anyone's watch list, not on anyone's anything, blah, 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 blah. How is that going to get picked up? Sorry, say that again. If I'm going to start planning something, right, um, yeah. some random thing, as a, as a lone Got wolf, as a, not not part of a group, not part of this, not part of, it, it could be anything. I'm going to protest against... But you want to go against, down the lone wolf argument. Oh, my God, come on. Well, that's what it, we're The whole at. fundamental thing about the lone wolf is that it's one of the dangerous, most dangerous aspects because it's a lone wolf, the whole thing. There are no... But if we could look flags, out... So if we could look out, If we could look out for flags, if we could look out for keywords, if we could look out for... Um, you know, I'm sure we've got AI that can look out for patterns over a certain amount of period. No, someone's not just going to lone wolf it off the back of a cuff. That they're going to plan this for two, three months. But no matter what it is, whether it's robbing a bloody car dealership or or pressing Doing the something button, worse, yeah, like, yeah, they're going to be planning it for a bit. So we can have some sort of AI that can just sit in the background, going along. That data doesn't need to go anywhere until it's flagged. Why can't we have that? Because now I'm flagged, and now I can be looked at, and now I can be stopped. But you can't look at me. You currently can't look at me for no reason. But you can't look at me. I don't want to look at you. <laughs> no, but you, you haven't got a reason because we, we we can't monitor the reason. So unless I literally walk around with a flag, then how are you going to look at me? So I really want you to walk around with a flag now. So so basically, <laughs> what we what we the central tenant here is. I mean, there's two types of of what we're talking about. One is kind of like the commercial side of certain search engines keeping track of where you go to provide you with what they think you want and ads that earn the money. But that's not what you're talking about, though, Chris, is it? You're talking about government surveillance, such as... It can be be a commercial thing, so it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm not Googling how, you know, do I need bleach and something to make something go bang. It could be, how do I break into an Astra? How how many times Why would you want that? to break into an Astra? You know what I mean. 
you know, anything along them lines is going to have the impacts the security of a company or what someone's trying to stop or it's a crime or it's or, or it's even it's bigger than that and it goes to government level and and the whatnot why can't we look at that why do we need an excuse to look at that right what you're on about is the accumulation of data isn't it yeah uh, hoovering up the ampr stuff the cctv yeah that is not a personal privacy issue i'll argue because it's a massive security issue more than anything, because you've got all that data now. Yeah. You've hoovered it up for monitoring for your flags, etc., and stuff like that. So what are you going to do with that? that how are you going to secure that data and stuff like that? Because if it does breach, you, you know, you, you've got a bigger problem because you're releasing that record of we've been monitoring this person because he really wants to steal an Astra to the world. Stuff like that. So there is an element of... But how do we, how do we protect it now from the people that we are looking at? Whether it's on government level or not government level, because surely we just we just protect it in the same way. Yeah, but it's just bigger data. Just what you're on about is constant surveillance, which you know, with the lack of privacy, you're going to get quite a few problems out of it. One of them is one of the really horrible effects of no privacy, not having that private space to do what you want. I admit, low wolf scenario, yeah, yeah, etc. Is that it stifles you're less likely to go out and do anything like innovative or out of your comfort zone, which may bring better prosper to society and all that jazz. And yes, you are less likely to do anything controversial, i.e. steal an Astra. But you're limited there. Is anything experimental or edgy? Because privacy, believe it or not, is like a petri dish for society in terms of like coming up with ideas. So by doing that constant monitoring, you're, you're actually, you're blocking a basic human right, you know, to be free and... How are you blocking a, a basic human right to be free? Everyone can still be free. Privacy. On what though? So yeah, but then you really try not to do the AE4 rope here. <laughs> but you, you're on almost going down. Like, why... What is, Winston, isn't it? The, the lead character. He rebels against the party because he wants to be, he wants to stay human. Because that part is all controlling, watching, monitoring, making sure that you do what you need to do, and stuff like that. And, but he rebels because he wants to stay human. You're going to, by doing this constant monitoring, you're going to build that situation where you're going to get the low wolf situation, if you think about it. By doing this constant monitoring, you're enticing that activity to come up as well. Yes, then you can watch it come up, but you've actually caused it. But we can monitor it. And surely that is that not a deterrent? So if I know my... It's a deterrent, elect- but it's also a root cause. Do you, just out of interest, I mean, do uh, you think that, that if if we lived... Uh, some would argue that we currently do, you know, with uh, the more CCTV in the, in the UK where we are than, than pretty much mo- most other places on the planet. Um, mm-hmm. You know the US and being discovered to be monitoring people that 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 they hadn't authorized monitoring through the usual channels that was then shown by a certain individual who had to get the hell out of where he was and go and and live in another country that was very di- diametrically opposed to that location you know old edward snowden i mean you know it's not a bad word i don't think on youtube i hope or i've just banned us but 
the psychological issues that come out from that, from somebody thinking, am I, am I being looked? Am I, what, 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 you know, did, is somebody reading the email that I'm sending my mistress? Maybe they're having an affair or maybe... Now, your piece, Chris, is, well, if they're not doing anything illegal, then they've got nothing to worry about. Yeah, and I, and I get that what you're saying is if... So that, that data's being collected, um, you know, someone's got a mistress and they don't want their wife to find out for it. That illegal... No one's no one's getting killed exactly. That data is not going to be collected. It's not it's not against the law. No one's going to get arrested. No one's. There's an argument to say that data is collected though because it's CCTV. It's you, you've been watched constantly in this. Nine times. Okay, fair enough. In that scenario, right? So, but nine times out of ten, how has this person met whoever for, for this mistress? So he doesn't. He or she doesn't want that data being hacked, being sent to the world and go, oh, by the way, you, you did you know X, Y? What was that dated site that got hacked that was specifically for that? Ash- Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've, you've gone on that site, right, but there's, and then that's been hacked, okay, fine. What about WhatsApp? What about, how are you exchange? You no, know, they're not sending pigeons, are they? So any, they've put that information out there themselves, idiots. This poses another one as well, and this, this leads nicely in, actually, to another area I wanted to go down. That There's a lot of government, there's a lot of people in government, in various different governments, saying we need to have a backdoor through into encryption. You know, we can't have encryption yeah. that we can't break. But obviously, if you're using something like a, 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 an encrypted communications channel to talk to somebody where you're not doing anything illegal, why should they be gathering that information Anyway, should it be by warrant or should it be gathered and then just discounted down the line? I mean, I think that that there is, it, again, it, it's gathered, kept for a certain amount of time and then discarded unless it's needed. So, again, if, if, there's, if there's just cause to have a look. It's not needed. How do you, how do you know, though? You can't just, just in case, can you? Why not? If you think about the irritation, like what the GDPR bring in is like you can't keep personal data for just in case you had to have a cutoff, a retention period, didn't you? Yeah. Like for HI, seven years after employment, correct me if I'm wrong, especially in the UK. You can't have it just in case. That you can't, but they collected that HR data for a legitimate purpose because you were employed by that organisation. But for a, a government organisation to go, I'm having all your communications just in case, because there are tools out there that can manipulate this. Uh, what's the big one that they tried to sell the NHS? Palantir. Like, that's a big tool that can hoover up all this data and manipulate it, but it can be used for bad. So so currently, I would, like, like, I'm going to go simple stupid here. Um, <laughs> in, the, in the UK, a premises can't have CCTV without displaying... Um, yeah. signage to the general public that we have CCTV so basically coming at your own risk we are being you are being monitored for shoplifters you've been, or, not, you've been not notified yet and then, then there's a lot you, you've got legitimate interest which overrides the rights of freedom blah 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 yeah right right so that's why like if you buy a ring doorbell camera for instance you get a little sticky let's put in your window so postman knows that he's got that's that's essentially telling them people it's your choice to walk up yeah which is for private use, which is entirely different. I know it's entirely different where I'm going with this. So there's a public space that is the, the roadway, not my drive, that I'm covering with my CCTV, and my neighbour's car across the road gets broken into and nicked. Can I mm. show that? 
because I've not told them on the public on the, the road that they're being monitored. Can I give them that? I've not informed. I've not informed that local highway they're being monitored by oh, me. You need technicalities. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I'll give you that. And I hate giving you that, but yeah, oh, these cameras are a sticky wicket, I suppose, because it is it's for private use, but can then it be it's submitted as evidence? I suppose then it's down the route of how is that evidence collected? Have you gone down the chain of custody and all that jazz? Yeah, isn't that a case for the courts though to decide whether it's it's yeah that is a case it's yeah. admissible. If obviously, I mean, if somebody's breaking in and you've got CCTV on your property, and or somebody gets attacked in the street and stuff, then the police do go around. I, I've, I've seen them do this, you know, yeah. and say, "Look, I see you've got CCTV. Can we have a look at it to see whether or not this incident occurred? And you've you've recorded it. That's one thing. What we're talking about really here is the you know the privacy rights of the individual. So let's assume no breaking into cars or whatever has occurred. Is it right, for instance, that a certain government who may or may not have been in the West was monitoring wholesale large amounts of communications that were not being gathered necessarily for a specific crime? Now, the argument was, were they sifting for possible information behind that? But they had to have a warrant to do that. But is that not that's not is that not just on a huge scale compared to the ring doorbell camera? So the ring doorbell or the camera that is currently on my house now, the CCTV, is running in the background and it it's sat in the cloud for thirty days mm-hmm. until an incident has happened. Right? There's no there's no need to look at that, and and that's most locations. Mm-hmm. Most you know, no one's actively monitoring because until an incident happens, that there's no need. But is that not the same thing? So we monitor all this data, we monitor, 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 not just CCTV, I mean, you know, in general. And then when that flags something, either keywords or patterns in someone's behaviour or or something does happen, then we can go look at it. But because we're monitoring it, we, have, we then have the evidence. We go, okay, this is where it started. This is what they were doing. Is this going to carry on? Who were they talking to? Who known ourselves? Blah, 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 blah. But we've got all that data. We don't necessarily have to use it if nothing happens, and then after a certain, time, it just goes. What well, I don't see the I don't see the issue with that. Even in a Snowden way, okay. they're collecting mass data, listening to people's phone calls, blah, 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 and then it just goes if nothing comes of it. So playing devil's advocate here, <laughs> really. I mean, so in your in, in in your view, if information is gathered from a from a government organization rather than a commercial yeah let's, let's go down that route. yeah that's okay to retain for however long whatever the the, the legislation is all of it yeah. yeah so do you believe they should put back doors into encryption to be able to facilitate that function yeah because again um they're not going to they're not going to just go into the back door of everyone's communication. Are they? For no reason. Are they? But, but go, also, Ian. Go, I mean, fire, attack. No. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sticky where? Uh, sorry, a certain country, that, that side of the pond. They've got history of looking into. 
people's data without warrants, without uh, there's executive orders out there for it. Uh, EO one two two seven is it that allows this type of mass scale monitoring and invasion of privacy for going into this type of encryption. This is why the Data Privacy Shield was defunct because of this. Uh, these uh, the issues with these type of governments having access to that and. The whole issue with the encryption backdoor is, if you have that, someone's going to abuse it. Let's be honest. Maybe it might not be the government. Maybe they are one of the few upstanding governments yet to be one. But you know a hacker uh, somehow, or uh, a bad person, let's be calling that, will get to that and, will, and you exploit it. The US loss tools were were breached, weren't they, if you remember? The, uh, Was that the, the iPhone incident? It's where all the, the NSA's hacking tools were breached. Uh, and then it, uh, that quickly got turned on its head. So having a back door is going to lead to a bigger issue. It's going to lead to, yeah, there is that issue of the US, uh, 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 a certain government almost said that. That's all right, you say it. I don't think it's, it's not a bland word. Uh, 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 monitoring without a warrant and stuff, which is a, an infringement of a human right, let's be honest. But you're going to get someone that is a bad actor who's going to abuse that. It's simple. It's or it always has happened. It's history repeating itself. Let's be honest. So the monitoring of the back uh, the back door issue. Um, let, well, we were talking about Snowden, so let, let's let's carry on that and what the US did. I mean, I don't know the I don't know the answer, but how long was that going on before for before the whistle blown of Snowden? Do we know? It was you working there for a long time. A long time. Yeah, a long, 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 long time. And no one knew about it. No. Well, so, uh, he, so who, obviously, who, who obviously his them? institution knew about it because um, they yeah. were doing it. No, I mean, uh, so, you know, you, the general population. General, oh, general that, that, didn't that, have that, a clue. What was no, they, no I, yeah. I'm guessing some people suspected. No. You know, like they always do. But it was Snowden that yeah, popped the up and said, and, and the guys and do realise that this yeah. is going on on a much bigger scale, uh, you know. Because it's it's one thing to suspect, but it's one thing to have it confirmed. Because if you you know, because he he released it all on WikiLeaks, didn't he? Along with a did he he released a load of documentation or something as well that went with it that proved it as well. I can't remember. Yeah, it was WikiLeaks. Yeah, didn't he publish it all pretty much um, to a reporter in? I think he was in like Hong Kong or something, wasn't it? And then he flew so all to the Guardian. Guardian. Yeah, 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 as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then I think Julius Sands been releasing. Bits here, you know, sporadically, hasn't it? After that, is that right? Oh, yeah, he released it all in a big bang, but there was other stuff that was released oh, did it? afterwards. Oh, right. But you know, like additional items. But I mean, one of the things that that, yeah. that you guys pointed out actually, which is a really good point, it's like you hear quite regularly about, for instance, individuals who are employed by the police who utilise inappropriately the CCTV or. The records. Here we go. Ian's Ian's jumping in. Just look at the ICO website. Look at the ICO website. And look at the actions taken. You will find like NHS staff abusing their rights on the NHS systems to like stalk their ex and stuff like that, and they've been fined by almost two grand. But they've been fined, and you know, and stuff like that. So, if you do have individuals sifting through this, Chris, would you? agree that there has to be some really strict gateposts for them to be able to like you're not allowed to look for instance at your own area your own 
family or close friends. Because let's face it, if you had a database stuffed full of information and you were, you were distraught because you felt that your husband was, was playing away from home or your wife was playing away from home, wouldn't you be tempted to have a little look? Yeah, no, I, I get that. Like, so we'll take the police, for instance, and you know they can request oh, um, an AMPR check on X, Y, and Z. And they have to justify that MPNR check, which goes through their supervisor and then says, what's the reasoning? As long as you can justify reasoning, oh, you know, speeding down the motor. Justifiable course. Yeah, yeah. A, a justifiable course. No, got no problems. But that's, the, but that's the same on all sides of data. So what my well, question was before about the US and Snowden. How long was that going on before, before he whistleblow and said this, that? But And how much, how much did that... I probably, we're probably never going to see the data, but how much bad things did that stop compared to afterwards, where they've had now got to put well more resources in, well more, we've, we've got to get this warrant, this warrant, this warrant, we've got to look why we're doing this. But I'm going to say immensely, they made it so more, much more difficult by having these now processes and legislations in place once the whistle blown out than it was just collecting all the data. And then people just sifting through it, having a look. Is this need to be looked at? No, next. Does this need to be looked at? No, next. Okay, well, this is flagged up twice. He's the, they've done this three, four times. Okay, we can now we can now have a little bit more of a look, bit more of a, a, a now a bit more of an inve- investigation. But you've got all the information there. I don't see the problem with that personally. Is there a way, Ian, that that this kind of observation and, and review of of people's communications, private information, whatever, could be reviewed in a way that would you would deem as 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 acceptable. Would you say let's let's say for example, let's use AI. I mean everybody's a buzzword all around. If you had an AI that was compiling reports on specifics, but human operators didn't have access to that data, and that AI would only report on what it would deem as certain types of activity involving things that go bang, could that be acceptable for for privacy, do you think? It, right, but it depends on the data set. It depends on the data It's going to, you know, you can add bias to an AI. Or as a human, we will add bias. Well, not intentionally, just unintentionally, and the data set itself as well. Because if you look at ChatGPT and all that stuff, when you type in, certain questions, you'll get some shocking responses. You're like, Eesh. you know, like some very right-wing or centric responses sometimes and that type of stuff. And you're just like, oof. So, yes, I say, yeah, AI, if you can use AI to have your, set your boundaries, the rules and stuff like that, it's all dependent on that data set though. And that's the difficult bit is getting a unbiased data set, so to speak. So how you go about that is going to be interesting. But yeah, you have to collect that data, obviously, and you're going to have to get it from somewhere, which is really a really difficult thing because then you're back at square one. You know, like it's all very well giving these rules and stuff. It's still going to need that data in the first place, isn't it, to train itself? So you're back to square one around this argument of it's mass surveillance. Why are we doing it? You know, it's a privacy fundamental rights. Back to you're basically coming full circle again, unfortunately. Uh, or maybe not for Chris because he just wants to do it anyway. But, <laughs> so, so, I mean, technology is is really it's brilliant. I love it, but it's moving too fast for privacy and stuff like that. If you take AI, 
you think about how it's optimizing, advertising, monitoring behavior, then it's the data loop feedback. You'll and then it, you'll see you'll start uh, the way they target ads nowadays on the internet is just because of you you've moved slightly your mouse and stuff like that, or you you clicked so you hovered over a certain thing. You'll start getting those ads and stuff like that. It's really clever and it's, it is an invasion of your privacy because you know admittedly if you've got cookies and you can deny them, but not every in the US you know you don't need cookie banners and all that jazz. It's really really good but turn that on its head it, that could be used for bad as well because you could turn it into propaganda look at Cambridge Analytica they did pretty much that they harvested loads of data and then went oh you you're a mum against 5g you see like you'll do want some trump you know and then shoved a load of that down and red pills this, so this leads into an, another aspect of of the whole privacy versus security debate because let's look at big tech big tech you know the, the big boys who will remain nameless because we're kind of on the platform of one of them. They've been kind of Irony. gathering information for God knows how long. Cambridge Analytica has been mm. involved in it. Do you think it's right that private firms gather and utilize potentially that sensitive data? Because doing it for law enforcement and for the protection of the public is one thing. But we're seeing quite a significant issue in big tech at the moment in kind of the argument between right wing, left wing, what's right, what's not right. You, you sh- hate speech, what's hate speech. You shouldn't be able to talk about certain things, cancel culture and all the rest of it, which a lot of it is not being driven by government. It's being driven by big tech who are hoovering up. They, they're hoovering up more information, I, I guess, than the government's. All the government cares about is whether you're doing something right or wrong, you know. They're enabling that, I'd say. They're providing the tools to make it easier to... Do you think they should be allowed to do that or do you think they should they should only be allowed to create uh, to gather a certain subset? Because the worst thing in the world is for, for somebody to hack into one of their data sets and then utilise that. I mean, th- there's plenty of ransomware groups out there with very talented hackers if they got into that, and they have done <laughs> several times, got into that kind of data set and then released that wholesale online. Right, sticky wicket. Government, there are rules, legislation that you want. Businesses, yes, they have to, within the legal boundaries of stuff, but they're not there to facilitate the people, let's be honest. They're there to serve the board, shareholders and stuff like that, to bottom line. So... Should they be allowed to, if you put, start putting rules and regulations, I know I sound like I'm absolutely contradicting myself here, but I hate capitalism at the best of times, but I need to get paid <laughs> feed my children at the same time. Um, if you start putting those boundaries in for a business, you're going to stifle innovation. You are going to stifle a lot of it and that type of stuff. And as I said, I love technology and the way it gets better and better. There's already legislation out there that kind of limit the GPR, you know, uh, CPRA. The current limit uh, with the yeah CPRA has, has the do not sell, and I think Utah and Virginia and, and Colorado are now coming into line with that as well. So yeah, there are laws already out there, but they don't prevent you from doing it. They give you a set of guidelines that says you can do this if you have X 
lawful basis, let's be honest. Lawful, but yeah, love. Like, so your legitimate interest, your consent, your contractual and stuff like that. You kind of have that already from a privacy point of view with that set of regulations and set of laws of what they can collect and who they're and whether if you think about the, the big techs, the ones that, you know, have maps and this platform uh, and, uh, and stuff like that, there's a consent element there. Yes, it's buried. You have to find it to turn it off and stuff like that. But it's there, if you know what I mean. So they are playing fast and loose with it to an extent and say, yeah, it's there, but you have to dig with it. Whereas governments, to my eyes, are a completely different set because they're there to say, us, the people, we have, us, the people have those fundamental rights. So to hoover those, that data up without our consent or anything like that, yes, they still have to abide by the legislation, but they have, there's caveats within that legislation that actually supports them to do that, which is a bit of one of the issues as well. What about the usage of that, just before we go over to Chris, because I, I know he's desperate. Do you think it's it's more of a problem of the way that they use that data or the fact that they're harvesting it and potentially not securing it? The use always, what's your purpose, why? If you are going to, if I've consented you to, I expect you to use it only for that reason. Use it outside of those boundaries, I, you know, I'm going to be that person that puts it in a messy complaint. I mean, where do you even go with your putting a complaint in? Who does that? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> there's people out there that, that love it. I follow quite a few uh, people uh, who are quite more privacy by the right than me. Jeez, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's very easy to put a complaint in the ICO. Just go to the website. But, I half and half get it, you know, 50 50. But so big tech companies, big tech, now hang on, big tech companies, you know, they're, they're, we have to consent for them to, to, to gather a bit of data. And Pure, mainly, you know, ninety-five percent of it is for advertising, so they can see our our trends, they can see what we're doing, and then they generate revenue by advertising individually to us and and the whatnot. But that's how they make money, and that's how they get paid. Blah 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 blah. So, yeah. if we took that away, and you had to sign into that, for instance, in instead of saying no, please, I'll opt out, or the, we now have to say. Yes, you can, and you automatically opt out. Like so, surely that revenue like plummets because if everyone says, "Oh no, you, you can't monitor what I'm doing and what I'm doing," but that's not that's their platform to own. As wrong as it may, be, you know, if they do a cancel culture or whatnot, and they can they can monitor what you say and the, the, they're going to do, you know they, they're going to look at what we're what we're talking about and we say the couple of things and we get cancelled because um, that's their platform. They can do what they want with that. And then on that, so they're monitoring. If we say something, you know, if we start talking and going off way off scale, then they go to the authorities and go, oh, by the way, I'm just letting you know that this happened and here's the data. What's the difference in that just being monitored in the background all the time? You love monitoring, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely what is love your it. obsession with it? <laughs> I'm going to chuck the AI, in, and, and I know we spoke about um, facial recognition sure. last time, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then consent to that. But so I, I, um, I flew back from the States yesterday. Um, I was at JFK. Oh, there we go. Big, big bricks. <laughs> and um, all right, you, you know, you do your passport control, and that, that, that's fine. Everyone signed up to that. No dramas. But my ticket was my face. So that so the so BA have actually must have linked into passport control to, to, for me to get on that plane. Surely yesterday. you've got to consent to that. 
because it's special category data biometrics. For me to get onto that plane yesterday, instead of someone saying, can I see your boarding pass, sir? And then yeah. going, boop, and then away you go. So obviously they get your boarding pass, they look at your name, it's valid, they look at your passport, yes, that's you, away you go. I just stood in front of a camera and it grabbed my face and went, Chris Dawson, big green light, away you pop. Or maybe it's the fact that you could actually opt out of that right at the gate and say, no, I don't want you to look at my face. I want a person. Because you can, because that's automatic pro uh, profiling, isn't it, under GDPR. So you can opt out of that. So probably there is a way of, if, unless, did they have a sign or anything like that? I know it's the US, so probably not. They're probably just going, whatevs. <laughs> it bothers me. It bothers me not. So pro I didn't look for one. I, don't no, I, get, I love that. Because uh, I love the use of technology for when it's right, and that you, if you can sense that, perfect, go for it. You've got a lot of people that go, "Oh, that, I'm just getting on a plane, and I'm just doing this, so that's all right." But you know, uh, I can't believe such and such a body's uh, whinged at me because I because I posted this on social media. They shouldn't be monitoring me. It's bad. Well, hang on a minute. You you're all right to do walk in the airport. Yeah, well, that's fine because I, I can't moan about it. And I can't. And you, you're about picking and choosing when it suits you. Aren't yeah, you? that's your, that's your argument, right? Okay, yeah, don't great. pick and choose. Like it, we're, we're having it, or we're not. Stand your ground. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're having it, or we're not. Stand like, yeah, and we go back to the oh, my me, me car was broken into. Can the police help me? Oh no, sorry, we're not allowed to do that because of data privacy. We can't look at anything. Blah blah blah. I, I know it's a big full circle. It doesn't go to that extent. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the tools are there, the AI is there, we can utilise it, we can, we can go into back doors on bits and bobs for reasons. But with, like you said, without collecting that data, the horse has gone. Let's shut the door. Oh, the, the oh, horse has gone. It's run off in the field, finished. Pointless. But your argument, we, we have that data, just give up. The, no, <laughs> the data's there, let's collect it, let's, let's legislate how it's looked at and monitored and whatnot, but it's collected. We don't have to sign in for it. You don't have to. That, that's an issue. Just don't do anything that you shouldn't can do. So just out of interest. So so okay. Let's. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here and, and jump onto the side of Ian here to a certain extent. Let's just say that you decide to go out and demonstrate. It's our right to demonstrate if we see fit. We know that the facial recognition technology and the, the, the gate technology about how you walk and all the rest of it is utilised for them to, uh, to, to, to monitor that local area. But you mentioned legislation, and we all know that legislation changes and can be changed without authorization necessarily from the masses because we only vote in the UK every, what, every four years for who we want in government. And they can then go and make changes to a, a large degree to the rules of the laws of the land with obviously authorization from various different houses. We've, I won't go into it because it will get complicated for those people who aren't in the UK. But in essence, they can get a law change saying, right, okay, we're going to stop demonstrating or we're going to stop certain types of demonstrations and then mis potentially misuse the original intent behind what that gathering of information was in a way that isn't conducive to what the populace wants. Do you think that's right or do you think that's wrong? Do you think the people should decide where this starts and stops and how it should be used or do you think government know best? I can see Ian smiling now behind his giant beard. I know, because he knows my answer. He knows my answer. Government definitely do not know best. <laughs> but also... <laughs> 
there's no reason for so you know we take a demonstration and um that being monitored and the way they use that is facial recognition for instance looks at different people and goes oh uh, and put that data together he or she or or they were at this location this time and then there was at this location this time and then they see a pattern but and then but that's no different than using people to do that with with cameras and 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 literally just gathering all that data as as they do it's just more cost effective for ai and technology to do it for me and then so if but if you know if i'm if i'm going on a protest i'm protesting about whatever i'm protesting about it's a legitimate protest um it's organized there's no violence there's no crime we're just protesting there's no problem monitor away because the because we're not doing anything wrong it the minute we start to do something wrong i want them to stop that or someone does you know someone starts doing something wrong in that protest one it's going to have a detrimental effect to our protest because then we just look like idiots whatever we're trying to you know save the whales for instance and then someone starts smashing up a house you're like well hang on a minute that's not what we're about and that's not where we are so i want that process to be monitored and then them individuals taken away and so we can get on with our peaceful process for instance but if it's not monitored and we're not collecting that data or them known individuals have have done this before in three other places in in, in the UK a random process where you just get people just turning up just because um and then doing that as soon as their faces recognized off that database that it can be flagged up oh you know um Ian's on this process again or oh, the last the last three the last three he was on he um he went and smashed a car up as he was walking to, you know for, he's he's not there for any reason astra. whatsoever it was an astra yeah absolutely perfect go, go and get him what are you doing Say so the process is not the issue. No, no, no. Monitor away. Have a look. See patterns. We've we've got the technology. Let's let's utilize it. Let's utilize it to the best of its advantage. Obviously, you know, I'm not saying that we just, but we can legislate. Playing devil's advocate again there before I go over to Ian for for his last final piece because we, we you know we've got we've got a good ten minutes yet. But does that mean then we should all have? body cameras that monitor everything around us so we can either prove or disprove something that the government or an organization has, has... we do yeah but <laughs> we yeah but, i mean strapped to our chest because I mean, it is getting to that point for instance in, in in when you're driving dash cams now to prove you didn't bash into it and it was one of those dodgy scammers yeah. that jumped on the bonnet of your car as you were driving past is that what we're going to end up having to do to in an argument against potentially being arrested for allegedly doing something when you know you didn't do it, but it looks like you were part of that. Because, I mean, if you ever see a, a proper riot, I mean, it's bedlam. There's people trying to get away. I mean, the stuff that's going on in France at the moment is horrible. I saw some 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 horrible sort of students and old women just, like, they get caught up, they're in there, they can't get anywhere, they get kettled in, and before you know it, the batons come out and what have you, but then you've got lunatics running around with firebombs, firebombing the whole bleeding place. They just, what, they just burnt an entire town hall down, I read, this morning. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Where does this end? Because it's like, I, I get, I, I, I'm, see, my personal stance, I kind of sit where Ian sits personally. But equally, I do want to feel that if something bad was to happen, that there would be sufficient evidence through cctv and certain types of monitoring i don't believe communications or internet 
usage should be monitored at all, unless maybe you flag a certain thing. But then most of that technology is pretty easily defeated if you know how you're doing it. You know, especially if you're yeah. an information security professional, you know how Tor works. But then does that automatically mean you're potentially a criminal because you're using encryption that can't be broken, which then goes back to the, well, I, I'm allowed to what, look at whatever I want. If I want to look at what certain chemical interactions do, it doesn't immediately make me want to go out and build something to go boom, boom with. No, no, it doesn't. And I, But with that, I think we could utilize AI to to put something so you, Context, you, know, you look yeah. at what chemical interactions work yeah and but then you also start you know then you, you, you're looking at locations and um, a movement of people and uh, or certain individuals over a sustained period of time because I say I was going to say I've done these but that sounds like I was a terrorist <laughs> then, so planning <laughs> When you're planning something, you, you've got to, you've got to take, you've got to do your due diligence to plan whatever you're planning, you know, and, and I'm saying I've did it on the good side, not on the other side, but you're still going to do that. And then there's a pattern there and, and that, that AI could surely be, we could see that. And then it gets flagged. No one's actually, no one's physically monitoring it, you know, because we haven't got enough manpower to do that anyway. But it's being monitored. It's being looked at. Like something's gone. This is not right. Let's just have a little look, little another look. Oh yeah. Oh, you, you, you did this three weeks ago, and then this two weeks up. Okay, there's a slight pattern here. I will now flag this up of the rules that we've set in place, and we can do non-biased rules by going on previous data. We can take data for the last hundred years, input that, and then say, this is what we're looking for. Give or take. Ian, what do you say about that? I think speechless. He's, he's actually said, yes, Chris, you're exactly right on there. I just thought it was a lot of loaded nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, are we, are we do final thoughts as this uh, me This is the kind of final thoughts, I suppose. I mean, it's it's we've heard the argument for and we've heard the argument against. So, I mean, has first of all, has Chris convinced you that you are wrong in any way, shape, or form? No. Or has he emboldened and strengthened you against, you know, to fight against the uh, the uh, potential abuse of your private information? If anything, he is a terrorist to my uh, private <laughs> data. <laughs> that is my final. No, that is not my final thought. Uh, no, I don't agree. Monitoring and stuff like that. Yes, I see your argument around stopping bad things and, and, and having the evidence. I get that. That is fully well documented and can be used in that same way. But it's the when you've got accumulating mass surveillance and accumulating amount of private data that can be manipulated uh, to the public, let's say on a massive scale like propaganda. Privacy is no longer a luxury that we have, let's be honest, because uh, you've taken that away from me. And I'd like it back, thanks. But too late. As you said, the horse is already bolted. But you end up with pretty much asymmetric privacy, which is really what you're on about, I think, Chris, is like the way you can basically have the facility to having all that data. You can almost put a narrative down that's suits that government or entity or anything like that and see so you, again you're you're making it less opaque uh, everything like that your money in the waters and stuff like that and 
when, when you've got mass surveillance as well, or a threat thereof, you're going to stifle experimenting with new ideas and stuff like that as well. It puts the fear of God in people, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Which is, to your point, therefore they're not going to do anything naughty. But what if they want to do something that's slightly naughty, but they're still in the bounds of the legal, but they won't because they're being monitored all the time? You're stifling that. You're actually stifling progress as well, let's be honest, by having all this. Well, you just said they're in, they're in the boundaries of being legal. So it's there's a justification and legality to it. Yeah, but... I mean, if you think about it, some great things have come out. So you've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, basically, we don't have. My final thought is personal data is no uh, personal privacy, no longer a luxury that we have, really. Right. So let's go over to Judge Dredd, uh, Chris, um, <laughs> who believes in in total monitoring and <laughs> and uh, no rights for all and and uh, what have you. Um, do you think that Ian has convinced you that you are maybe a, a, a bit, you know, sort of totalitarian, like like Judge Dredd in the, the ability to, to monitor everything and react quickly to potential threats and issues? Yeah. Thought crimes. Thought crimes. Or do you think, has, has he sharpened your resolve and, and made you more steadfast with his left-wing views? No and no. Um, <laughs> I'm still under the uh, I'm still under the opinion that that we should be able to monitor. Granted, you know I, I will give him a little ten percent here that Ooh. it needs to be it needs to be regulated. And if we can do that properly, then there's no. Re- but then if we can do that properly, there's no reason why we can't hold that data. That that's that's my point. It, we're not holding it now. We're not gathering it. We're uh, well. I hope at least I hope you know they say they're not fine. But I think we've got the tools to be able to do that and look for what we need to look for as a on a mass scale and on a small scale. But yes, it needs to be regulated a little bit more in order for us to be able to do that. But no, I'm still I'm still all for it. I mean, I'm still you know with the whole if you're not doing anything illegal or wrong or yeah illegal really um, anything against any illustration, then you don't have anything to worry about. Okay. So my final thoughts, based on both arguments on both sides of the fence, I think I, I, I sit in a bit of a funny place here with this one. I think that we're spending so much time innovating ways to gobble up information and store this information. What we're not thinking about is secure ways that this, this information can be accessed, utilised, and then disseminated. Technically speaking, we only need to keep information on individuals that are of interest and this is why i brought up the ai thing why not utilize an ai to sift the information deleting it as it goes well if it's of no interest whatsoever just getting rid of it there and then not in maybe in quite real time we're not quite there yet but then if it does detect a pattern of concern like somebody's going to get something with two wings and do something terrible with it that it will then retain that information and build that kind of story based off of the surveillance that it's, it's doing. I, I, you know, I get that. We, we, we've got some really great technology coming down the line, and we're all brilliant at innovating technology. The human race is very good at that. But I do side a lot with Ian. I see a lot of misuse, which concerns me. And the thought, 
you know, I want to be able to sit home and do anything that I want. I, I'm not going to do anything illegal, but I don't know if somebody's going to then suddenly legislate that, well, actually, yeah, all of that is terrible. So what we're going to now do is we're going to erode your rights away to see whether you've done something terrible because we think you might have bought some shares and sold them and not told HMRC, you know, or, or you know, the local tax office because we all love the local tax office. I do think we should have a certain amount of monitoring to protect the public, but equally, I, I just see I, I just see so many elements of misuse there. If we could find a way to reduce the chance of that misuse, maybe do a little bit of better legislation with the public in mind and say, look, we want to be able to do this. It is potentially going to have an impact on overall privacy to a certain extent in these areas. So if you're in a public place, there's going to be CCTV. We are going to retain that for, for, for 90 days and have a vote on it. We're, we're a democracy after all. We should be able to have a say. You know, admittedly, that means we'd end up with lots of voting, but different governments have different agendas, and I don't like all the agendas that I see. And not just here in the UK, all over the place. I mean, it gets really, really weird in certain parts of the world who may or may not manufacture lots of things and like to remove things from history so they never happened, which, again, you know, it could be easily done. It could easily, this, this, this could lead to that, and that's what we don't want. So I don't know. I'm nicely on the fence, but leaning a bit more towards Ian on my, my opinion. But it's been an interesting debate. All right. And it's led to another topic I think we can deal with next time, and you can make a note of this one, Chris, just in case you fly across the pond. The danger of deep fakes and security in general, ransoming, deep fakes, somebody providing a video of you doing something with somebody you shouldn't do and then sending it to your partner and saying, look what this person's doing, or I will send this to your partner. That's not a deep fake. Well, it, well, it might not well be, Ian. I'll let you have that conversation <laughs> with your partner. It would definitely be deep fake with Ian. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I think, you know, next time we should we should go into that. Chris, Ian, my beloved co-host, it's been a wonderful time watching you argue. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt there will be some other argument that we can consider pitching you guys against and one another again. Please look after yourselves and we'll see you all again soon. Thank you for listening to the Rosewire podcast. If you like the podcast, if you love the podcast, please feel free to subscribe. And if you have any questions, please get in touch. Thank you very much and have a great day.